Hello and welcome to Wednesdays Are for Women. I'm your host, Pastor Chanel Burroughs. My prayer today is that you will be blessed by today's broadcast. Hang on in there because I'm telling you that God is getting ready to speak to you about what he's commanding you to do in this season. Because the warfare that you fought or the way that you warred in the old season is not going to be the way that you wore in this season. And I'll prove it to you. In the book of Nehemiah, I've been just devouring the whole entire book of Nehemiah chapter four. We're going to start there um, and I'll give you and I'll explain to you exactly what was taking place. Nehemiah had been given a burden from the Lord to rebuild the wall that was torn down when Babylon invaded, uh, invaded Israel and captured the people. He had been given a burden to rebuild the wall because the wall was their security system. And the stronger your wall, the stronger the the the, the stronger your wall was, it was uh how should I word this? The stronger your wall was was the stronger your security system was. Nobody was going to pierce through or get through on this thing. So here Nehemiah is. He has this burden from the Lord. He starts building or he gathers up people to build with him. They all come together. They are successful in what they are doing. People are joining together and they're setting aside, you know, uh, their, they're setting aside, you know, uh, uh, their wants and their needs for what God desires and what God needs. But of course, an enemy shows up and it was actually three of them that showed up. Sanballat, Tobiah, and Geshem. And the Bible says that these three, they were taunting Nehemiah along with the people every day. They were trying to get them to come down off the wall. This is why the older saints always say, stay on the wall. And so they were trying their hardest to get them to come down off the wall to stop the work. But they continued, as a matter of fact, their strategy was that some of us are going to be building while some of us are going to be on watch. Some of us are going to be watchmen and we're going to have weapons in our hands 24-7 to make sure that no enemy is able to come up in here and attack our people and stop the work that God has told us to do. And so they are steady in this. They are building and their enemy is seeing that because uh, ultimately we know that the enemy that was fighting up against them is the is the devil ultimately i think that we know that as the people of god and so you know the enemy sees you know how 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 they're coming along and he's concerned because they are getting ready to finish come on let me take a break right there and let somebody know that the enemy the only reason why he attacked you the way that he did is because he saw that you were getting ready to complete the command that god had given to you he saw that you were getting ready to finish it. And so he came along and he tried to discourage you. And for some of you, he was successful to get you to stop doing what you were doing. Come on, today, God is going to give you back the momentum to start again.
And so the, their warfare strategy, their warfare tactic was to get some of them to continue to build. That was your assignment. Every day when you wake up, you grab your tools and you build. But then their, their warfare tactic was also to get some of them to be on watch and to always have weapons in their hand in order to fight. And this is what they did every day until chapter five rolls around. When chapter five rolls around, something happens. Something happens that is so bad because it causes all of them that were once alert and that were winning, it causes all of them to stop what they're doing and it causes all of them to not even be concerned anymore about the wall. Come on, let's pick up in verse one. It says, there was a widespread outcry from the people and their wives against their Jewish countrymen. These were their leaders in their nation that was supposed to be looking after them and making sure that making sure that they were taken care of. Now these men have come up with this scheme to cause to cause the children of Israel or to cause the people to stop working because or to yeah, to cause the people to stop working because their finances have been attacked. The Bible says some were saying and we, our sons and our daughters, are numerous. Let us get grain so that we can eat and live. They have been driven into a full-blown famine. Now, of course, the Bible talks about Jewish countrymen, but ultimately, we know that this was the enemy that did this. Isn't it amazing how in one, in one chapter... In one particular chapter, they were ready for the enemy's tactics. They were ready for the enemy's schemes. And they were winning and the enemy was losing. But in the next chapter, literally one chapter away, the enemy changes his tactic and the enemy hits them in an area that they did not think that they could get hit in. An area where, where they were, Ayamasha, an area where they were were not ready for the enemy to hit them in. It, it was no, it, there was a wall that they were building in their, in their nation or in their land uh, that was going to give them security and that was going to cause the enemy not to be able to, not to, not to be able to enter or touch them. They were ready in that area, in the, in that area, but in their finances, there was no wall. There was no security system that was up. And so when the enemy hit them in this particular area, it caused them to stop their work. Isn't it amazing how just in one chapter, the enemy shifted his plan and it caused them to come off the wall. It caused them to stop working. Yeah, one chapter away. Gotta keep your guards up. Absolutely. This is why it is imperative that every day that you wake up, you pray and you have a strategy from the Lord and you are your ears are attentive unto the voice of the Lord because you never know what you never know what uh 
How should I word this? You never know what instruction that God can give to you that will protect you. I remember what just before 9-11 got ready to take place, there was a famous actor. I don't even know if this particular actor is saved or not, but he was supposed to be on one of the planes. I can't remember to, to where he was flying, but he was supposed to be on one of the planes that ended up crashing that day. And out of out of nowhere, he he says that he got this funny feeling in his in his in his in his uh, gut or in his belly. You know, that's what they say. But really, it was the Lord that was speaking to him. Yes, the Lord can speak to anybody. He got this funny feeling in his gut and he felt like he did not need to be on that plane, not knowing that there was getting ready to be a whole terrorist attack take place on the plane that he was going to be flying on. And so, uh, of course, you know, he testifies of how he, he if he would have flown on that plane, of course, he would have perished that day. And so every day it is important that we as believers, we remain sensitive to his voice because you never know. There might be some days where, you know, we we as humans, we are very habitual. We get into the habit or we're very traditional, very ritualistic. We get into the habit of doing the same thing over and over every day but uh, you know even when it not even when it comes to our routine of how we get ready in the morning and even when it comes to how we how we drive on our way to get to work or how we drive on our way to do whatever it is that we do on a daily basis but do you know that sometimes God might tell you to take another route and when he does that, he's doing it for a reason. You could be missing out on some fatal car accident that the enemy wanted to or, or just a car accident, period. But you miss those moments by being sensitive to his voice. And so the children of Israel, they did not know or the people in Nehemiah, they did not know that the enemy was going to strike them in the area of their finances and that was going to cause them to stop the work that they were doing yeah Miriam says we have to switch it up and confuse the enemy absolutely the Bible says in verse 3 others were saying we are mortgaging our fields vineyards and homes to get grain during the famine whole famine had struck and these people had to they had to take out extra mortgages on their fields um, on their vineyards, on their homes. Come on, that's a that's a that's a lot of uh, uh, a lot of extra money that they're going to have to pay back to the banks. Be and 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 they were they were having to do this just so that they could survive during the famine. Let's read on. In verse four, it says, "Still others were saying we have borrowed money to pay the king's tax on our fields and vineyards." So all of this stuff is happening to them and they're realizing that it is it is stressful and they're coming to the place where they are not concerned about the word of the Lord. Come on, I'm saying all of that to say to us today that this is this is the place that the enemy desires to strike us now. Oh my god. 
And so this is the reason why God is saying to us, look, the strategy that you used in the last season, yes, it was successful. Yes, it was good. But the key word in that sentence was, it was the strategy that you used for the last season. It cannot be the same strategy that you're going to use for this season. It cannot be the same strategy that God is, that is necessary for this season. Why? Because because the enemy is trying to switch up his plan. And, you know, it, I go back to what I was saying a moment ago. Because we know that the enemy is getting ready to switch up his plan. He's getting ready to switch up his moves. We have to as well. And, uh, you know, I said it a moment ago and I'll say it again. You cannot fall into routine when it comes to warfare. You cannot fall into the same type of prayer and the same type of moves when it comes to warfare. The enemy will memorize your moves and he will memorize how you war. He will memorize it and think that he has the upper hand on you. And so that's the reason I stress this again. Guys, this is a moment where we as the body of Christ, we need to be in his face. We need to be in the face of the Lord, seeking him and asking him, Lord, how is it that you want me to get the job done in this season? And for some of us, it might be that God tells you to come to a standstill. Don't do nothing. Don't move. Just wait. Come on, just wait on me. Don't touch anything. Just hold on. Because, oh my God, because at that moment, now you're in a secret place. Now you're at a moment where now you're in a place where you can no longer be detected. And then when the enemy can't see you, he can't touch you. But like I said a moment ago, what what causes what makes it so dangerous in moments like this is because we are used to moving, because we are used to always having something to do. We sometimes we can't comprehend uh, instructions that that tell us to stop what we're doing and just wait. Sometimes we can't comprehend that because that's not what we are used to. We are used to always moving we are used to always doing something but what happens when God says take your hands off of it what do you do when God says stop what do you do when God says I don't want you to touch that anymore I want you to give it over to me well in those moments right there let me tell you what you better do you better listen because God is not telling you to stop what you're doing because he desires to hurt you. And that's what we do. We become so emotional with this thing. We get our feelings so caught up in what we are doing. And it's because we put our self-esteem on what we do on a daily basis. And we feel important based on what we are doing. But that's not where you get your self-esteem from. That's not where your importance comes from in your community it does not come it's not based on what you do because what you because what you do today might not be what you do tomorrow come on now somebody you get your self-esteem and your importance based on what God is what God is saying you draw strength from him 
Come on, you draw your self-esteem from the Lord. What is God saying? And you stick to that. And so with the children of Israel, I'm not saying that they weren't supposed to be on the wall, but I'm saying that we can look at this scenario and we can learn something from this because we can see that you know, the enemy, he won't just attack you. He won't just attack you in one area. He won't attack you the same way in one area for the rest of your life. This is the reason why the Bible says put on the whole armor of God. You got to put on the helmet. You got to put on the breastplate of righteousness. You got to have your loins girded about with the gospel of truth. Why? Because those are all the different areas that the enemy can hit you in. And if you are not, if you are not guarded up all the way, if you only think that the enemy's um, only going to target your chest, he's only going to target your heart, then uh, let me, if you, if the, oh my God, I, I'm sorry guys, I'm stuttering because there's like so much that's coming to me, but if you only think that the enemy's, the enemy is only going to target your heart only, let me tell you something, you are wide open. And I guarantee you the enemy, he's going to, he's going to learn that, Hey, she's only covered. She only has her heart guarded, but she doesn't have her mind guarded. How do you guard your mind? You guard your mind by constantly reading the word of God. You stay in the word because the word programs your thoughts. The word programs your mind. The word programs your thinking. Without the word, different thoughts that are contrary to what God has promised and spoken to you will begin to start bleeding into your thoughts and it will begin to start causing your life to walk in the, come on, your, your life only follows in the direction of your thoughts. And so for some of us, the reason why our lives are going down the direction that it's going down is because our thoughts have already been there. Our thoughts are not guarded. Our thoughts are not guarded. And so it is already taken off into a place where it's not supposed to be. And now our life is following it. And so as a believer, as a believer, you have to learn how to stay guarded in every area. Come on, you got to make sure you got to make sure that your heart is guarded. You got to make sure that your mind is guarded. You got to make sure that your back is guarded. Come on, one of the things that you'll see if ever you watch a, a thriller or a scary movie, one of the one in every thriller or a scary movie, there is always a scene where the killer is behind the person, but the person is looking for the killer to be in front of them. And they're looking in every area where they suspect that the killer is and everybody in the theater is yelling out he's behind you he's behind you as if the person in the in the thing can hear you and so that's what happens that's what the enemy does he will try to strike you in an area where you least likely where you were least likely expecting him to and I'm telling you right now that what God is trying to give you in this season is he is trying to give you he is trying to give you uh, he is trying to cause you to become guarded every in every area of your life. 
So just in case, if you want to hit me in my finances, I already saw you coming. I was already ready. Just in case, if you want to hit me in my health, I already saw you coming. I was already ready for you. And so that was a, just in case, if you wanted to hit me in the area of marriage, I already saw you coming. I was already ready for you. Just in case, if you wanted to hit me in the area of my, of my children, of my family, I already saw you coming. I was already ready for you. You have to learn how to be guarded in every area of your life, not just one. That's it, mama, by staying on the wall. Come on, somebody. And the Bible says, the Bible goes on to say how, you know, they kept on crying out because they felt like, they felt like, you know, their, their government had taken advantage of them, which they did. It was actually social, a social injustice that was taking place. But in the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, they were being attacked in their finances. This was the next, this was the next uh, uh, attack and plan of the enemy. And unfortunately, I, you know, I keep feeling to say this, they did not see it coming. Come on, this is unnecessary. You have to you have to come to a place where you are able to detect and you are able to see the plan of the enemy coming. How do you get there? Well, you get there by reading the word, you get there by fasting and by prayer. Let me tell you something. God will download things to you that the enemy plans on doing even in your dreams. Come on. My pastor says that as a believer, you should be having a spiritual dream. If not every night, then every other night, it should not be something that should be happening to you once in a blue moon. God always speaks to us in the night. He always speaks to us in our dreams and we have to learn how to pay attention to it because when he is speaking to us, he is revealing to us things that the enemy plans on doing. But when you see it, come on, when you are already aware of it, you can prepare for it. Come on now, somebody learn to be guarded. I like that mama. When you are already prepared for it, you can, when you are, when you know about it, when you are aware of it, you can be prepared for it and he will not be able to break through. But this is what the Lord said to me. The Lord said to me, and I started off by saying this, that in this season, God is going to shift our strategy because the enemy is already shifting his. And so God said that in order for us to win, in order for us to complete what we've started, I feel like saying this again. I said it earlier. For some of us, the enemy hit and he hit us hard and he caused us to stop going after the thing that God told us to go after. And we relented. We took our hands off of it and now we're just watching it collect dust. Come on. In the month of July, in the year of 2022, the spirit of the Lord is saying, pick it back up again. And as you pick it back up again, God is going to give you a strategy that is going to keep the enemy from coming back. 
God's going to give you a strategy, or I should say, that's going to keep the enemy from being successful and knocking it out of your hand again. Come on, whatever you do, don't you allow your enemy to knock that thing out of your hand again. No, not when you have the strength to pick it back up again. Don't let him come back over there and knock it out of your hand because you have to understand that he will try. Oh, yes, he's going to try. I think that sometimes we become very naive, you know, and we, we, we say to ourselves, was that really an attack or was that just me? Maybe I was just tired. Maybe it was just a coincidence. No, girl, it was an attack. It was an attack. The enemy saw what you were getting ready to do, and he said, you know what? I'm going to discourage her. You know what? I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to try my hardest to get her not to do it. And so, like I was saying a moment ago, he will throw different thoughts at you. He will throw different lies at you to get you to throw down the plan of the Lord. But when your mind is guarded, when your mind is guarded and you are already aware of how the enemy works, come on, you'll already know that as soon as that thought enters into your mind that it was a lie. You'll already know that as soon as that thought enters into your space, you'll already be able to detect that, hey, there's a devil somewhere around me and I need to locate where it is so that I can cast it out and keep on going. Let me tell you something. You need to be aware of your surroundings now more than ever. There, everybody around you is not for you. Come on, can I talk to y'all for a moment? Everybody that is surrounded by you right now is not for you. They're not rooting for you. Some people have been sent by the adversary to stop you. Come on, that's exactly Gisham. That's exactly what Gisham would do uh, to Nehemiah. He tried to pose like he wanted to help. He tried to pose like he was for the work, but deep down inside, he wanted to destroy the work. Even with Tobiah, Tobiah tried to pose like he was for what Nehemiah was doing, but really they were devils in sheep's clothing or wolves in sheep's clothing. They tried to show up like they was for the word of the Lord, but really they were against it. And they knew that if they could infiltrate the work, they could destroy it. Come on, some of you right now, the reason why your vision is not getting off the ground is because you have the wrong team working for you. You have the wrong people rolling with you just because they say that they want to help you. And just because they say that they're praying for you does not mean that they are. It does not mean that they want to help you. And it does not mean that they're praying for, they're just trying to suck information from you. And let me tell you one of the ways that you will be able to detect if these people need to be close to you or on your team. How did they treat the persons? Oh my God. How do they treat other people that they have partnered with before you? If they came to you and they told you that all that person's business, then that is an indication that you don't need to have them close with you. Because let me tell you what they're going to do. They're going to go to somebody else and talk about you. If they're constantly coming to you about somebody else's business, if they are, if they did not treat the first, the other people that they've partnered with over the years right, then what makes you think that they're going to treat you right? 
Hey, everybody, I hope and pray that you were blessed by today's broadcast on strategies and instructions. Remember to tune in next week, Wednesday at 12 p.m. Atlantic Standard Time for Wednesdays are for women.